0: Good morning and afternoon and good evening Welcome to the Old Dad Jazz Podcast I'm your host Matash and today I have with me Julia Stuby And we're gonna talk about her early life The abuse, the talk therapy she had later on Her spiritual experience uh, Her leaving the body, the walk-ins And what that means Can spiritual work change DNA? Ooh, chemtrails. Ooh, (laughs) spiritual work. Where why light and dark, light and dark are not the opposites. Why she's not taking the vaccines. Uh, Different timelines, different aspects of the soul. Why spiritual work is paramount, and uh, why that is the most important thing. And at the end, what kind of classes and healing services she offers this and much more in this podcast sit back relax and enjoy the podcast welcome to the new episode of all that jazz i'm your host Martyash, and i have with me julie Stuby. i got that right julia, julia. julia. Oh my got, I didn't
1: get the last name right, but it's like, <laughs> and you say Matias? Matias,
0: yeah. <laughs> Matias. Yeah. Okay, so good, I got Julia that. See, I got that.
1: I, be... I'm not even going to try for your last name. I'm just going to go with that, the first name.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fine, that's fine. Um, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Um, so um, I think uh, we found each other on Facebook, and I found a lot of... Um, my guests on facebook and you have a interesting spiritual background i understand so a lot of my guests when i speak to them they they start the spiritual journey starts like really really young is that how it started with you
1: well as a child i was clairaudient and i had gifts and i it's like i still remember like at like five four or five years old going out in the middle of the yard and just screaming up at the sky why did you leave me here So I was like, I was really aware of the differences of things as far as that goes. So my intuitive gifts were always awoken and it's like, you have your spiritual journey, but I call it the journey to wholeness and where my journey to wholeness started because I grew up in a a dysfunctional family. My mother was a psychotic alcoholic. There was a lot of physical and emotional abuse. There was also some other... um, some other things that needed to be healed within my within me. And we don't always know what's out there. We don't know, we only know what we know. So we repeat these patterns. We get attracted yeah. to that physical violence or that abuse because that's all we know. And, that, and it's, so it's a matter of reprogramming and finding that wholeness within us. So in my 20s, I um, ended up going to what I call talk therapy. I went to a psychologist And that was like the first steps as far as being able to realize that I was a person and it was okay for me to want things for myself. And I wasn't Mm. selfish just because I wanted to take care of
0: myself. Right. So it was helpful for you.
1: It was helpful. So it was a start, but it wasn't, it, it really didn't dissipate the anger or the, the pain Mm. or everything that was inside me. Yeah. So in my thirties, I was going to a massage therapist for, um, I had been in a car accident in March of 1980. And so we were working with my neck because I had, I had a lot of pain and I had dissipation in my hands and such. So it's like, it was really required for me to just to be able to survive because the headaches would last like four to five days. And so with that, it gave me some relief. Well, she had to get her, both her hips replaced so she sent me to another massage therapist and her name was Ann and she's out of Reading, Pennsylvania. But she was also a shamanic, um, I guess healer or practitioner, whatever, however you want to claim it. Oh, wow. And so she was working with me on the physical level with my massage, but then she touched my heart chakra and literally the pain went straight through my back and down to my tailbone and I just knew I was in the right place, that this was the beginning of my journey to wholeness and healing. So is it a spiritual journey? It's like I don't, you know, that's a label, and we might you know look at that as far as limiting what it is. I really believe that we become whole as far as with our healing and we and our, our, our spiritual journey is to look within ourselves so that we can become whole. Right. And so I went with her and worked with her and I had an episode where I was actually did we did childhood regression so we went back and I was I was talking I was literally talking baby talk and I was like I was like my body hurt all over and tears were coming out of my eyes and I I, I was like oh my gosh and then all of a sudden my head hurt and it's like I couldn't breathe yeah and when I came out of that when we came out of that regression I literally had I had she had, I was throwing up water. The water was hold, being held in my lungs. So I filled like three handfuls of paper towels with the water that came out of my lungs
0: because wow. that's what
1: I was holding in. So, so you actually
0: had water inside. Yes, yeah, so your body,
1: my body had the memory of it and was holding that within me. Wow. And here's what what happened because when I came out of it, I remembered what happened is my mom was giving me a bath. You know, I was like 18 months old. She was giving me a bath. The water was too hot. So I began to cry. And she didn't want my dad to hear because he was also violent. So she pushed me underneath the water to keep me from being heard. And I hit my head under the tub and then I couldn't breathe as far as that goes. And that's where all that came from, that trauma came from and my understanding of it is that was like the first time that I really left my body uh, and I actually you know there is a you know what we call walk-ins and so I had a walk-in come in to keep my physical body intact for the period of a long period of my childhood because there was a lot of violence oh wow and we shared and we shared we shared this body because it's like I had in a previous incarnation I had checked out in my toddlerhood. And it was right before I came into this lifetime. And mm. it was really important for me to have my body and have my soul, my current soul be intact in this body to do the work I need to do. So, so there's somebody
0: of, on the other side that's a stand-in that's like for people that can't be in the body. It's like, I'll, I'll volunteer and come into it during traumatic Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's, it's kind of like that. And there's different ones. Sometimes they take the body over completely
0: where mm. the whole, the soul just
1: completely checks out. There's different ways to look at it because I've had several different walk-ins because I've also made agreements to allow walk-ins to share my body, to experience on earth, kind of like a, um, an amusement park ride. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to, you want to check out earth for a while here? And also I would share it. That that was when I was older and just, I guess within the last two years is when that I've had enough of the, my visitors and I've released all the contracts between them and the agreements that I made with them. So I have no longer have any walk-ins within me. So it's just my spirit. It's just my soul that occupies this current body.
0: Yeah, this seems better in a way. Well, (laughs) well, the
1: body's just the vessel. The Mm. body's just the vessel. If you look at it like that, it's like, you're just here and the soul just needs a place to be. And my soul just needed to be here. So it's like if you're a vessel is a car, so you could have a couple people in a car. You know, it could be a little crazy depending on what you're doing.
0: Well, yeah, that's uh, that's also multiple personality disorder, isn't it? Like, yeah, switching. it could be
1: considered that. Yeah, I what I, I thought sometimes I was crazy because my mom was a psychotic alcoholic, and it's like because I'm Clairaudient and I hear, I hear, and I can also hear people's thoughts. So it's like, wow, what's that all about?
0: Wow, you know, so-
1: and um. So, I could always tell when somebody was lying and wasn't really being truthful or keeping information. And as a child, to know that and then, you know, to see the deception at that level is really quite interesting. And it really had me evolve in a different way.
0: Mm. But it was
1: all part of who I am, you know, and how I got here.
0: Is it possible, like, when you uh, clear audience? uh... Ability that you uh, watch TV and you can like a politician speaks and you're like oh yeah he, he doesn't mean what he's saying. <laughs> well, or is that different? Because you I have think to be there's a, person. a
1: difference. There's a difference in that. It's like I can when I see that it's like I um, I check in with myself is that true or false. So it's a, does it feel light or heavy to me? Mm. So that's how I check like like with if we're gonna talk about like politicians or, or as things you know outside my immediate field, um, like if I read an article about something, I'm like, is that true or false? It's like, so does it feel light or does it feel real? Does it feel heavy? And I just trust my own intuition and my own discernment and everybody has their own level of what they need to trust. And there are people that might see what they see as true that I don't see as true. It doesn't mean that you know either of us is wrong it's just our perception of it and the way we're programmed and our beliefs
0: right right so you you, so you're not a subscriber that there is something um how do i put it that there's some uh mm, ideologies that are better than others you're like no i
1: i I believe i it's like i mean i believe religion is man-made and it's created but some people need that religion to get to a certain point where they can find themselves within themselves. So everything has its place. So it's about not being, not judging others for where they are or their beliefs. It's about honoring and respecting because we're all here, we're all connected. Some of us see things differently than others. But when you allow hate or fear to block that connection between each other that's when there's the issue whereas if you can be in that place of love which i really resonate with it's like i love you know i love people for who they are their actions may be completely different do i necessarily always interact if like they if their energies are heavy and it it's fearful. Do I interact? I can choose not to interact, but that doesn't mean I can't hold space for them. And holding space is just holding space that they will find their way and find their way to wholeness.
0: Do you you think something um, with your background, um, I had a bit of that as well, but maybe not to your level of uh, some violence in your childhood that that translates to then being an adult and wanting to um, uh, not be in confrontations, because I still find myself if I'm um god knows i've been in many political debates and invariably some people get upset <laughs> so um and it's the you know emotionality and stuff like that is really hard for me to deal with and um uh, so yeah how did you find that do you think that's the reason that you don't take a strong position or do you think it's just not wise to take a strong position anyway
1: well, it's not that I don't have beliefs. I believe what is what is my truth, hmm. but that doesn't mean I have to um, put push my truth onto others.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So I have strong beliefs, and I have you know, but my it's because somebody um, I posted something on Facebook, and somebody, and it was just it was just um, I think it was from C.S. Lewis, and it was just a oh yeah an excerpt from that, and they wanted to know what. I interpret it as, and I said, I said, basically, it's like they were looking for an argument is what they were looking for. Yeah. And what I came down to saying is it's really irrelevant what my interpretation of it is. I put it out there to allow people to get the opportunity to be able to think about it and see if it, it triggers anything within them and to look at themselves within themselves. So my opinion of it, is irrelevant because I'm not here to push my agenda. I'm here to give opportunity for others to really look within inside themselves and see what resonates and see where their truth is. And if if it means dissolving a program or a belief that they've been programmed through the media or through birth or whatever it is that's keeping them from being whole, then that's what it is and I only put stuff out there when spirit guides me because and I have I have discussions I said you know if I put this out there it's going to cause da 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 and they're there yep we know and it's like okay so can I turn off the notifications (laughs) so I don't have to to (laughs) be a part of it and sometimes I'm allowed to and other times it's like I do and it's like when because I had somebody who replied to something else and it was about and I won't even get to get into it, but it was a difference of opinion and it was on somebody else's somebody else's post. And I just put a link to some other information. And they just like went off on me. And it was just information. And it was, it was valid information, but it wasn't something they wanted to see. And and then I just let it go and I put below it, I said, you know, I respect, I honor, um, I think it was either respect or honor your truth. And I ask that you honor, respect my truth. And they came back with it's not my truth, it is the truth. And I was like, Oh, you really still want to fight. And I was like, put two little hearts <laughs> and and replied that way. And all I heard, because I was connected to them on a personal level, and I heard WTF loud and clear, like, what is this? This is not what I was looking for. I was looking for to be able to be. You know, to have an argument, to have a fight, and, and I'm not, she's not giving it to me. So I will, I, don't, I just don't want to have that. I'm not yeah. looking for that. I don't have to prove I'm right. I don't have to prove my truth is, is, is your truth. It's like, or vice versa. Yeah. It's not who I am.
0: That's, um, uh, there's an Eric Byrne quote uh, from Transactional Analysis. He wrote a book called Games People Play. Uh, and the only way to stop a game is to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> basically
1: right. yeah because we're all in the game yeah, I yeah. you know it's like I had um when I was up in Pennsylvania because I'm in Florida now I ha- had these neighbors across the street and they my my, na- my immediate neighbors actually moved because of them and I was like and we had an agreement that um the kids because they weren't supposed to. it was illegal to actually play the basketball on the street Right. But I talked to the kids because my son was five at the time, and I said, "Could you just stop, like, by you know, eight thirty, nine o'clock, so my son can go to sleep?" And they agreed with me. They said, and that was the agreement. And then, then the one day it was after that time, and I said, "You know, it's like I asked us, you know, I said, you know, you know, we talked about this, and, all, and they stopped, and then all of a sudden they started again. And I said, and they said, well, my parents said I don't have to, and I'm like, okay." And the father came out and he literally was in my face because somebody had called the police on him and da 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 dah, and I wasn't the one. And I was like, I actually had fear because it's like he was in my driveway and he was in my face. And I was like, okay, hey, whatever. And Why? so the next- because
0: There were kids on the driveway playing basketball and then somebody called the police?
1: Because it was illegal and it, and it was a small community and it, they were doing it late at night and the balls were bouncing. So it was, you know, oh. but anyway, it's like I was trying to make a compromise with them because kids want to play. It's like they need a place to play. So I'm not telling you not to play. I'm just asking you, can you just like can we have boundaries with it? That's all. Because I thought it was a, you know, to me, it really, I didn't really care. It's like I was great that they were doing playing the basketball. But the ordinance of the of the actual community was that you couldn't do that. You couldn't have the basketball net on the street, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. So You know, I stepped back from it. I went inside and I was shaken and I, you know, I recovered and I would go for my walks. You know, and, but the next day, the father, the father got out like five or six basketballs and called all these kids in the neighborhood and had them bouncing the basketballs on the street in front of my house till like midnight. I was like, okay, well, this is fun. (laughs) This is going to be fun. (laughs) Yeah, just because. And so, so. I had to go for my walk and I came face to face with him and I had a smile on him. And I just said, how are you doing? And I didn't even bring it up. And it was like, I'm not going to come into and play your game. I'm not going to have that, the anger or whatever it is you're holding. That's not mine. If you want, if that's the way you have to deal with it with your anger or your fear, whatever it is, that's yours. I'm not going to claim it. So I'm not going to be part of it.
0: Yeah. I've had a lot of, uh triggering stuff happened lately but that's you know that's that's my stuff like I want to go back to um okay because we didn't finish your backstory so you went, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry yeah
1: well, I got yeah. si- I get sidetracked really no, easily it's, so it's, it's keep my me in line
0: <laughs> it's my version so basically um so you went to the therapist and uh, by the way was the old therapist really old because uh, hip replacement? no she
1: was she was actually younger than me she was in her 30s. Oh.
0: Then she did yeah. a lot of sports for probably maybe. Oh,
1: I I don't. She was actually um. I actually found out later after I met her because I met her through um. I went for a spa day and she was a massage therapist at the spa and then it's like she took private clients and it's like so I hooked up with her and I realized that she was um, on my girls' track team when I was uh, on track in high school and I'm like oh, oh. that's where you're from, so. Okay. Yeah. So okay. And then the and then so then she sent me to the other um the shamanic, you know, massage therapist. And, and, and it's like, it was like, I would, I just decided I made a commitment that I was going to do the work and I was going to heal. So through that process, I ended up forgiving my mother, um, and releasing that. And that was like, that took me two, two and a half years.
0: What kind of work, what kind of work were you doing? The
1: shamanic work where you work with your inner child. Um, it's, it's, you know, you work with your beliefs, you really look at what your triggers are. So it was like, so we would do that work. It's like, sometimes we would go back in the regression, but it was like the, I would like, okay, so I would have to do the work about myself so that I could forgive my mom, you know, so and that was really important. So it's like, so like, you know, when you, when you throw up water out of your lungs after a thing, and then there's other things where I actually almost vomited, it's like, you would go and it's like, Ooh, wonder what's going to happen this time. And it's like, it would be a little scary on a, on a physical level, but my body, your body remembers everything. Your mind blocks stuff out because it's so painful, but your body holds on to all this. So it holds on the blockages. So that's what causes dis-ease and in turn can cause illnesses. Cause I had a lot of physical issues you know besides right. holding all that that so anger and
0: yeah and so timing. it's all the suppressed and repressed emotions that it'd be holding in the body
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that and so it's about releasing that integrating that honoring it and letting it go so that your body can really function the way it's supposed to function
0: yeah yeah so um where did you go from there so you went um you worked on well, this for two years.
1: Well, I've worked, well, the the forgiveness, I've worked, I've been working on myself since then. I still continually work on myself because I still get triggers that show up once in a while. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and I just deal with it because it's like, wow, what's, I thought, you know, it's like people say, well, I thought I dealt with that. And it's like, it's like an onion. (laughs) Yeah. It's like an onion and it's a layer. So it's like, you'll get there. And um, then as you go deeper in the onion, you can go to deeper levels of that, of that pain that you've been holding. Like, I was actually working this week because I had um, the night before last, it actually was. It's like, I just couldn't stop crying. I was like, whoa, what is this all about? It's like in the tears and, and I had some weird sensation with my feet and my back, I was getting like, it felt like somebody was stabbing me in the back and I was oh, up yeah. all night. I was like, it was like, wow, what's this? And sometimes I can't see it because I'm in it. So I have a couple other workers that I work with and it's like, can we look at this? And it came down to the root chakra. It came down that we have this, there was like this energetic implant which you created for protection that was still there, that was all over the place. And it was keeping me, and it brought up the memories of the violence that was between you know, my mother and my stepfather, and it, the fact that I used to hide, I used to hide like in the bottom of, I don't know if you remember those metal cabinet closets that are really big. Mm-hmm. I would literally hide in there, put clothes over top of me, so they couldn't find me, so I couldn't get hurt. Wow. You know, and so all these memories came up again, as far as whoa, so there still was stuff that it's like I had to look at, and really process. And really clear out of my energy field. So it's like, I was, you know, worked with my friend that, you know, we run energy together and we worked on and threw it together for like an hour so that I could get to that next level to let it go. And it's like, and it really, it really helped as far as my emotions. Like, okay, I get it. That's what it is. I can let that go. But that doesn't mean something won't show up next week.
0: Right, right.
1: And the question is, do I just ignore it, stuff it, or do I just say, oh, another opportunity to become even more whole
0: right but sometimes when new things come up uh, as a as somebody that's into spiritual work even still i'm i'm like oh no another disaster i even had i even had the thing with my back um there was um a few days ago i woke up really suddenly because of something and then i thought everything was fine and then like half an hour later my back was in spasm or something I was like, I never felt like like I pulled something in my back and I was like off for about two or three days. It was crazy. Yeah, I've
1: had where my back does weird things too sometimes. And it's just, it's like that trauma, that physical trauma. So where is it coming from?
0: Mm.
1: You know, and it's like, you have to look at it. And it's like, I have, you know you said you don't like confrontation. It's like, I was doing um, breath work. So breath work is where you really breathe in and you let like your anger out. And I wasn't, I was afraid of my anger. I was literally afraid of my anger because it's like wow you hold all that in what does that look like and it's like not only was it was like was I reflecting because I saw it the violence you know as a child was that what I was the fear of that coming out of me was what what I was holding not that I had all that anger in me but the fear of what I saw in my parents Mm. that that was a part of me you know so it's like To and I've and it's like, and I do remember, like, in my 20s, you know, in my teen years, that when I would finally like blow, you know, anger, it was like, you didn't want to be around me. It was a scary thing because it's like I would just take and take and see now I don't, that's not who I am. I'm pretty level because I deal with things as they come and I look at it, it's like, oh, this is a trigger. That means there's something inside of me that needs to heal. So instead of pointing the finger out to somebody else, I'm looking within.
0: Yeah, in a way it's a blessing that it comes up so it can be healed. But oftentimes mm-hmm. it's painful and we don't see it as a blessing at a time it happens. Yeah, um, well
1: I do now. It's not that I always did. I was like, right, what the right. heck is this? Yeah, it's, but but yeah. I do now. To me, it's like I had um, a neighbor, she's passed since then. Her husband had going gone to the hospital and so she was left alone and she had alcohol problems and she also had some other. so they they do wellness checks here so they her husband would have a wellness check and so the police would come knock on the door make sure everybody she's okay but we have like a b c d so we had, you know so there's four units and they didn't have the a b c d so they would come to my door and they said do you know who this is and i would go yeah next door and that happened like maybe five or six times and it was no big deal and then it's like i didn't hear anything for like a month and it was like 10 30 at night and the doorbell rang I'm like what's this and here it's her and a taxi driver and the taxi is in my my driveway and i'm like can i help you and she's drunk she was totally the alcohol was there
0: oh man and
1: i'm like well actually i go so can i help you because well i live here and i'm like well actually you live next door and the taxi driver said okay and he took her and it's like when i closed the door i could feel the irritation, the anger, because I saw my mother and what I grew up in. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa! So it was like, thank you, universe, for sending her to my door. Now I got to look within to see what this is all about because I am irritated, and I don't. That's that's something I need to heal. But the universe sent that to me because it's like it knew I was ready for another layer of clearing or healing.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you always. The things you're exposed to as a kid, I think you're always um, a mixture of the baggage of your mother and your father in some way or another.
1: Yeah, the beliefs are there. It's like the beliefs, even um, I, I was teaching a, my group last night and I did, a it's about, it was about financial money. And so that imprint of like when we're three and four years old, we hear our parents arguing like, oh, there's never enough. Oh, you think money grows on trees. It's like, oh, you just piss it away. And we absorb that. At that age and that becomes part of our belief system
0: Mm.
1: so it's like so when i work with work with my clients and with my group that i'm working with it's like we went back and i wanted everybody to see their three and their four-year-old and then we cleared that belief at that point as well as the all the points between there and their their current age of those beliefs and we just went through that clearing process because the root of it was was when they were three and four years old. That's where mm-hmm. it all got started. So we, we don't even realize these programs just by little sentences or little words that we hear that are created within us that compromise us from being fully whole and fully abundant, you know, and, and so
0: forth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what kind of other um, stuff were you, so you went into, sh- you were into shamanic stuff and then- well, I was
1: just, I just went to her. I was, so how I, so how I started with my business, I guess you would say, yeah. is I was, my day job is like, I was um, actually a database programmer and I worked with, you know, programming and da, 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 da. But when you do emotional energy work, you want to clear your fields afterwards. So it's like the best way to do it is that through salt scrubs, you know, clearing mm. your body with sea salt. So I didn't like any that I found so i was guided and i started making my own so i made it you know I, I, that's how wellness treasures was my my dba company and so i would make salt scrubs and bath salts and body oils and then i made anti-aging facial creams and i went through that was the whole process how, did you, why, make, I,
0: how did you make that like uh, how did how did you find the salt that was like oh this is good this is good stuff
1: i just well i would i just did research on the different oils like the like i combined I, the oils I use, I use avocado oil, I use um, on olive oil, hmm. I use grapeseed oil, apricot oil, almond oil, and I would take combinations of those. So it's like, and then the sea salts I use, I was guided. I like had a Dead Sea salt, um, regular sea salt, and I used some Epsom salt to combine to create stuff. And then I used essential oils. So it was just like the alchemist. It's like I just created, and it's like, oh, this feels good. I like this. So it's like I started with that, you know, to, and that's where I was guided because it's like, oh, well, this will help other people, da 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 da. And then I finally like took a Reiki class, and mm. from there it's like I was still doing the, 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 that, but it's like I wasn't really practicing; I was just working on myself. And then I, the class that um, changed, where it's like I started working on others was I was guided to go to Omega Institute up in New York and they have all these different classes that you can take and I found one um, that said working with angels and it's like ah that sounds like something I would want to do and it was IET integrated energy therapy with Stephen Thayer and it was the basic intermediate and advance and I took it and it resonated Um, and that became like my modality of structure I call it and I I was like working with it and everything. And so there, then I started adding that to assist other people. And when I know I did my first trade show and I was offering services and I was working on people, I had another intuitive psychic that came up afterwards to go. So you're the you're the one that's making you're the psychic that's making everybody cry. And I'm like, first of all, I don't like the label psychic, and I'm sorry if I'm <laughs> making them cry. But um, but it was just that's the way I started touching people's lives. And from there, it's like, so eventually the. the
0: so he just picked and, up. So he just hmm? picked up on something without you saying anything. So he just knew, or was he. Well, other people were like apparently
1: it? telling him about oh, me because I was okay. working on other clients.
0: Right. And it. they would,
1: you know, we had these releases as far as that goes. And it's like, you know, and because. Even then, I was clairaudient audience, and I was still very intuitive, and I was a high-level empath. It's like I, you know, I got out of my own way, and I could hear the messages, you know, and so I would give the messages, or I would, and I would feel the energy, so I knew where the blocks were, you know, to have that release. So eventually, the the salt scrubs and everything went away because that was like laborious; it was a lot of work. They had a shelf life, da 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 da, and so I integrated some other product in that I didn't have to make, and it was light. And I started working. You know, I would take different modalities like matrix energetics and and wherever I was guided that like made me lift up and made me feel good. And it's like, you know, that was light. And I just started integrating those with my practice. And so I was doing it part time. There was I was you know I was doing it part time and I had my day job. And then eight years ago, eight almost nine years ago. Spirit, oh, the, the joke was the way I had with my guys is like that I was like Batman. So it's like, during the week I was Bruce Wayne and I did my computer job, da da dah, da, Oh yeah. And then on the weekends I was yeah. Batman and I put my Batman tights on and I was a superhero, whatever. Yeah. And so Spirit came to me in my dream and in my meditation and said, okay, it's time to wear your Batman tights all the time, you're gonna sell your house, quit your job and move. <laughs> it's like, really, Wow. <laughs> is that what I'm gonna do? So, and I'm like, and I listen to spirit. I, I, at that point, you know, eight years ago, nine years ago, it's like, I was, I was on board, whatever spirit has me doing,
0: I'm how, game. How does that look like when you say, I listen to spirit? How does that, um, how does that guidance from the spirit come about?
1: I hear it. I, it comes through. It comes through. It's that clear audience. It comes through that, that visual. Like, a different, like oh, oh, a different voice.
0: Like It's a different
1: voice. Yeah. Got it. and I used to have the three rule um before that I would have the three rule that things had to show up three times for me to even consider oh,
0: yeah. it oh that's the solid
1: yeah and it's so that and that so I did that for years and then and then eventually I just like trust because when I know I know and when I know it's not then I know it's not and I right. just trust it and if I if I'm on the fence It's like, then I go through and I ask for more different confirmation. And I work with only, you know, one of the rules is I work, anything that channels through me has to be a vibration of divine love or higher. It has to be a benevolent being. So I use discernment because there's a lot of tricksters out there that say they're of, you know, of this high vibration, but they're truly not. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so you have to, you have to look at that. So you have, you know, so at this point, at that point in my life, it's like, I had, I had my boundaries, it's like, I had a whole lot of things and I was ready. And I was like, oh, so I'm, I'm ready, where do I go? Well, we don't care where you go, we just need you to go. And what it came down to is that the ley lines in Pennsylvania, the energy, and because I'm so high level empath, the fear and the, the energy that comes through the ley lines was just coming up through the floorboards and it was affecting me physically. At that point I had, I had also colitis, I had, um, some other physical ailments that were, and I just, you know, I was sick all the time hmm. and it was just because the energy of the planet was coming up and I was just taking it on. So, so it's uh, actu- are,
0: are those the energies that you can be measured by, uh, by an instrument? Like, extra- Oh, I don't
1: know. They probably oh. can be, but it's not something I, you know, it's like, okay. I just can feel the energy. So it's like,
0: cause and I have my, a my body. a this is very interesting because i have a cousin that you know uh you know just normal catholic doesn't believe in anything but he said uh in his house he built a new house but that he was getting sick and then he was like and somebody at work suggested that he do some measurement of this guy that comes in and does some kind of measurement with a device and then he draws up um this chart where the energy is coming through the house Mm-hmm. And he's like, and my cousin's like, well, this is where I usually sit. And he's like, yeah, this is where the energy went. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's like, yeah, it's yeah, it's like I call them portals, that portals come right. through and they bring the energy through. So it's like it's important. And I've had lots of fun experiences with them in almost every place I've lived. Um there's a whole way I work with them. That's a whole other thing. But where were we before I just got sidetracked again? <laughs> Basically, no,
0: sorry, I interrupted. Basically, you said you had to move because of the energetic line.
1: Well, because they told me and they guided me. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, well, where should I go? And they said, we don't care. We just want you out. So I said, OK. So I took a map of the United States because I was too <laughs> wussy of a girl to go international. I just was. It's like I just I probably they probably had plans outside the, the United States, but so I folded into quarters, and I used a pendulum, and I doused, and it's like I ruled out. I got I ruled out the northern part of the U.S., and I got the southern part. I got yeses. So then I did individual states: yes, no, yes, no, da 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 da. And I got down to nine states. I'm like, okay. And then it's like I sat with it. I'm like, okay. And I asked different questions, like what would we for my highest good, for my highest health, da 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 da. And then I went through again, and I got down to two states. So I got down to New Mexico, and I got down to Florida and I knew one person in Florida. And this might sound weird, but
0: New Mexico doesn't have
1: any Aldi's, which are a certain kind of grocery store in Florida did. So between knowing the one person and, and knowing that there was an Aldi's,
0: <laughs> I chose
1: Florida, <laughs> And so. Um,
0: not bad. Where did you move from though? Where were from you? From Pennsylvania. Oh, Pennsylvania to Florida, not yeah. bad, not bad. You move you made a good move. <laughs>
1: yeah, but and that was like like I said, I've been here, it'll be seven years in July. And Spirit's looking at relocating me now. But right now, with the they're saying with the, the uncertainty and the turmoil, the timeline has shifted a couple of times. So I'm just being open to seeing what flow yeah. brings and just being in trust because I'm in a safe physically, I'm in a safe place. Mm-hmm. But there's they're saying that there's another place that would be even more better you know, outside, better for me.
0: Outside U.S.?
1: Um, I'm still a wussy girl, but I, I've had like little hits outside of the U.S. but I'm also looking at other places within the U.S. but we'll just see how the climate is. I'm not, I'm being open because they're saying please be in flow and not, you know, be in a timeline that this has to happen in a certain amount of time. But it's like, I've changed my rental agreement. So that instead of a year's lease, I have like a three month lease that I just renew every three months until, because I'll be ready when it's time. Yeah, because who knows how it's going to show up. So I've, I'm, I'm I've done that and um, we'll see what happens. But when I came down here, it's like, so, you know, cause I knew it was right. Cause it's like, I found my, my rental the very next day. It was within my budget. My health improved my, as far as income goes, the company that I had worked full-time for, I ended up being able to work part-time so I could work. 15 hours a week and still make more money than i was making when i was working Mm full-time i got to explore like do my art see this is one of my pieces i brought it for you to see yeah yep and so i got to do my art i my health improved i'm happier and i got to explore more of myself and and you know my spiritual growth and being able to just work with the energies of the planet it wasn't it wasn't so much I was doing a lot of sessions for other people. I was just really working on really becoming whole within me and working on the energies of the planet. And then I would have sessions here and there for individuals who, you know, followed me from Pennsylvania and would do remote sessions. And just, you know, now it's like they're having me do more and more for groups and, you know, sessions and things like that because they said it's time to be out there to assist those who are awakening that. You can so that I could you know, empower them to empower themselves to heal.
0: Right. What do you think about, um, I think in the pre-interview, we talked about changing DNA. So do you think um, if you spiritually grow, that it's some in some way it changes your uh, DNA structure?
1: Okay. The way I look at it is you, ha- you have all the DNA that you have. Okay? okay. However, a lot of it is dormant or it's in prison. So it's, it's locked up. So you have all that coding within you. It's just a matter of um, setting it free to allow it to do what it's supposed to do. So in in act, it does shift and change it because it awakens it. As opposed to you get new DNA. I don't look at it as new DNA. I look at it as it's actually freeing the DNA that you actually still have. And it shifts it that way.
0: Do you think it's possible that because um, like uh, I heard the, my friend did a comprehensive DNA test that didn't just say where he comes from and all that, the countries or he originates like, you know, DNA wise, but mm-hmm. also uh, some uh, concerning DNA stuff. And I thought I thought it was scary because I don't know if I want to know if I have some kind of genetic stuff going on, but I maybe that could, could be an experiment have people take these comprehensive DNA tests and, and that show up. Uh, yeah, and, then, kind of and problematic... then years later,
1: after they've done the work to see how it is. Yeah, there's, exactly. there's that part of it. The part of me is that because there's, there's stuff out there, there's nano and other technology that comes in through chemtrails and other devices that attaches to your DNA and it alters your DNA that way.
0: All right, let's talk about chemtrails. This is something that my friend... <laughs> <laughs> My friend okay. <laughs> Edmundo is really big into, it, and I always disagreed with him. So I don't know what it is. I always thought it was, you know, planes going fast and leaving a trail of uh, air behind them because they're traveling so fast. They're, um, you know, they they're just making a wave in the air, basically. Okay. Well, actually, there's What's they put you?
1: chemicals into that exhaust, and then that can uh, that rains down on on us but why because they want to control us and keep us under control they don't want us fully awoken
0: but so what, what would these chemicals contain though
1: well it could be nano you know nanotechnology little i mean microscopic nano it could be stuff that could affect the the weather uh I don't get into the details of what it is. I just know that I've actually had physical nano. I actually, you probably can't see it. There's a little scar there that um, came into my body. I was, like, I was like, it was like something bothered me. And it was like, and it was like, I had like a little red mole and I put this, it's like, and, I, and it started bleeding. I'm like, what's that all about? And I have a salve that, that just takes the ra- the red, mole off and then it's like my skin's fine and it's like blah 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 well this time it dug a deep hole because there was something artificial in my body that had to be pulled out and it's microscopic but when I had that it affected me emotionally it was like my emotions was and I went into what I call um suicide programming so it was like Hmm. whoa where's this from it's like it's like where's it's like I'm not like thinking about you know, suicide. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, suicide is like thoughts, 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 thoughts. And I couldn't get rid of it. And once I realized what that was and energetically, I could deactivate it, but it was still residual. And then once I got it out, it's like, you know, once I did that, my whole demeanor changed my whole, it was like, whoa, that was like programming. And, and I called that to me, there's generic nano, and then there's and this is just my opinion. It's just my opinion from my experience. Okay. There's generic that comes through the chemtrails, through your food, through vaccinations, wherever you want, it's not. But then there's custom, which depending on your vibration, it like seeks you out.
0: Right. But that's this, uh, this so, energy leeches, that's astral uh, stuff that that can attack. Well, this is physical
1: whatnot. stuff. This is physical this is fi-
0: stuff. Right. Um, I'm not not
1: saying there isn't etheric nano. There's etheric nano also, and and, uh, my belief is. But there's also the physical nano that comes from the chemtrails being out there. And depending, you can see it. And so after I released this, I had a friend and I'm like, I hadn't heard from her. And she goes, I just can't get out of bed. I keep crying. And I'm like, did you do a nano check? Because now that was my new thing. It's like, have you done a nano check? And she goes, oh yeah, it's like right here. It was like in the crease of her arm. And there was like this little lump. And she's not, she uses So she used tea tree and baking soda and she put that on and it drew, drew it out. It was like the size of like a small little piece of rice. Wow. And, and as soon as we acknowledged what it was and deactivated her whole demeanor changed as well.
0: That's crazy.
1: It is crazy. So That's it, my world.
0: It's like, <laughs> so it basically is saying it's like the opposite of they the, the chemtrails are the, depressive. For the for the whole world <laughs>
1: they can i i believe they can be used for for many different reasons so mm. you uh, know it's it's just like with anything it's like you know there's good it's like you, you can, it's a vessel How, what you put in the vessel is entirely up at who's 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 controlling you know the drop
0: but then wouldn't that this have to be like a really like evil like mastermind behind all of this conspired well there
1: is there is people say it's the conspiracy theater you know and right now we are at spiritual war and we're in spiritual warfare. and i believe that and but there and it's like but i'm not like i said i'm not pushing my beliefs um you can believe what you want as far as that goes this is my reality it's what i've come to but it's the darkness has always been there it's always been there it's just that now there's more light. So there's light shining on it. So we see it. Hmm. So we have the illusion that there's more darkness, but right. it's always been there. It's just been hidden.
0: There's more so shadows now. It's now com- because yes. like- so now
1: it's coming to surface. So it gives us the opportunity to, to, to really take a look at it and really understand it and transmute it. And the shadow side of us is to really embrace it and, and integrate it with ourselves because there's no, For me, as you say it's good or bad, then you're creating division. You're creating division within yourself. You're creating division within others. So it's not about good or bad. It's all about the wholeness, the whole part of you. So you you have a shadow side. So instead of denying it, how do you integrate it within the light? And how do you work with it within the light? And that can be challenging for some.
0: But even when you say shadow, that implies a good and a bad. Well, that's yeah. just
1: that that's just light and dark energy. Right. It's just it's just doesn't mean it. you you have the you have the the belief that dark is bad and light is good. Yeah. But it's still all part of us, whether it's if you have that or not. So to me, it's just it's light and it's dark. It's not good or bad. Um, it's just part of who we are. So it's about how do we get that to work together mm-hmm. so we're whole. As opposed to us judging and causing the um, division, how do we work together with it? Right. right now, it's like you know, and there is that darkness. So it's like in the light and the dark, and it is a spiritual warfare. But there's things that are happening to get people to awaken to be able to see that. So it all plays a part, and it's and so you can go down many rabbit holes with this.
0: Right, but that makes sense because. Um, if everything's dark then there's no shadows but when there's the light is brighter there's shadows and you can see those Mm -hmm. shadows clearly because they're different from the light and the shadows clearly there wow that's interesting um yeah so
1: it gives you the opportunity to work with them
0: right because you didn't
1: see them before because it was just the darkness you know and it's and you thought you were in freedom you know you had that illusion of freedom because that's what they wanted you to believe but now it's like whoa look at this there's more light. So it's like, we can see the shadows, we can see it and, you know, work with it.
0: Um, my uh, my teacher, David Hawkins, uh, once said that uh, evolution leads to revolution because once mm-hmm. you, That's once good. the world evolves, <laughs> good, yeah. then it starts to, some elements start to try to make a revolution because they're like, Oh, there's so much injustice. There's this and that. But uh, anyway, um, uh, let's talk about this timeline of the, um, the vaccines let's say <laughs>
1: oh uh, that's what gets me in trouble um, that's,
0: okay well it might get me in trouble as well but what the heck so
1: well i just for, for me it's a personal choice everybody has their choice yeah. i choose not to and i choose not to because i believe there is the nanos in there and i believe that the, it's not fully tested and it's not even labeled a vaccine, really labeled a vaccine. And they really, and they're the truth of what, it, of how it is affecting people it, through mass media, through, you know, the, it's about controlling for right. us to have the narrative. So it's like, we're just gonna have the narrative of what's being shown to us. And the fact that they're suppressing and censoring anything that doesn't agree with their narrative. Yeah. Um, I have that. I'm you know, I, I have feelings about that as far as that goes, but for me to tell someone that you're programmed, you know, and you're not seeing the truth isn't going to do any good. They've got to see it for themselves because their truth is their truth. And they're thinking, I'm just as nuts as I think, you know, I think that they're blind. You know, they think I'm crazy. I'm a conspiracy theorist because I see things differently than they do but I just want to hold space and light for them because I see that I just want them to be able to see that different reality, Mm -hmm. you know, to be able to be free and to be able to be whole, but I come from love, but you can really, when somebody comes from fear and hate and like, you know, that is like, that to me is like really a scary place because that's just causing they're winning then because they're causing more division between us when that kind of energy is coming through an individual or groups of individuals
0: yeah i know a lot of um, anti-vaccine people and i would i am not favorable to anti myself like i'm not so i'm not so for vaccines i should say because um yeah like you said they, they haven't really been tested like the um, the the companies are not really liable to anything they right. do. So well, like- yeah,
1: and that's because yeah, and the political. It's like they own the po- the politics of it, as far as that goes. They've signed laws so they don't be liable. So the politics right. have just pushed so- that through. So what do we have? It's like what do we have? We have no recourse. They have no, they have no accountability.
0: Right. So there's no incentive to re- actually really provide do the right really things. much good. And also the third reason is ninety nine more than ninety nine percent of people aren't affected much at all i mean okay they don't die so i don't think i'll, I'll be one of those people that you know so i i don't think this is uh this is a huge deal and also i believe that you know when when i when i die i die in god's time it's not gonna be the virus right. it's gonna be whatever you know so
1: mm-hmm. um, yeah it's when it's our time and, and that's the whole thing is like whoever's choosing that and yeah. if by chance, it, it gives them a physical challenge or whatever. It's like, is that part of, is that part of their soul plan? And it just ask, ask questions. It's not that I know the answers because we come here to experience and we come here to help others learn lessons. Right. So if we if we are one that takes the vaccine and we have ill effects or we die from it, was that just all part of our soul plan? Was that our choice to come here to do that so that we can allow others to see it? So that it can awaken others you can go down so many different scenarios as far as you know the reality of it like every every person every being whether they're coming with the energies of the dark or what you consider bad or light they're still they still have a purpose here because it's like it's like is it to awaken others is that we've got to show this darkness so that we can awaken others so we can raise our consciousness Mm there's just there's different ways to look at it and that's why i think everybody has their we're all connected so however we're all connected we but our job or our responsibility as ones who have already raised our vibration is to continue to raise our vibration to empower others to raise their vibration so we can get to that tipping point because mm-hmm. the pendulum's going to swing you know it's going to swing back yeah you know, because right now we're just like we're in that spiritual warfare
0: Yeah, I have, uh, I'm very concerned about, I spoke about this on some of the episodes, I'm very concerned about America because uh, it seems like a lot of the negative forces are, um, and and not just negative sources because I disagree with them, but because they're aligned with stuff, with ideology that's not conducive to anything good. and are actually censoring people that disagree with them and, and want, to, um, want to censor uh, like almost half the country that disagrees with them. Like it's, right, or,
1: or, or label them terrorists.
0: Yeah, like, is yeah. this, okay, so what's uh, you talked about timelines. So what does that exactly mean?
1: Timelines, <laughs> it's,
0: <laughs>
1: in what, in what? <laughs> There's just different, I think there's just different parallel timelines where we can access, there's different dimensions as far as that goes. So you want to, you know, and we have our personal timelines and, and we can really go down the rabbit hole with this. So like, like our soul has 12 aspects, 11 of them, 11 others are incarnated in different timelines or different dimensions, but it whoa, still has the same.
0: Whoa, whoa. So whoa, 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 whoa. It still has <laughs> the same birth
1: start and the death start. So we're existing in those different planes and we're experiencing different things. So is there a timeline out there where the balance, the spiritual war is like more in balance to the light or is it more in balance to the dark? You can go down so many different levels that it can hurt your head so I just, when I set the intention, I want to access the timeline of my soul that is experiencing that divine light, divine love frequency and where it is at its highest level. So that's, the, that's where I want to tie my timeline into. Mm-hmm. And then I ask, you know, and then it's about that by raising my vibration and getting in that timeline in this existence it's also affecting the actual planetary timeline as well because the more we do that, it raises the vibration of all. I know so, it's like whoa! It's like <laughs> my head's starting to hurt. I right. thought, I didn't know you were going to take me down all these really interesting roads or rabbit holes. There we go. <laughs>
0: well, you know, I, I, I've heard this before. I think the twelve souls, but I just don't understand it. Let's say, let's say if one of the souls gets enlightened, does that mean that the, the other eleven souls are still stuck somehow, or? I don't, I, I just what
1: there's just the aspects and we're all, and it's about what we came, in my opinion, in my belief, we came here to learn and we came here to learn different experiences. So there's those there's, there's 12 aspects of soul and then there's the oversoul, which is like 144 pieces, da, 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 blah. That's, let's not even go there. Let's just stay with the aspects of our, our current soul. And my belief is like, we're all experiencing all these different things. So it may be like in one lifetime, I chose a different path. It's like, I chose not to have a child or I chose to not work on myself. Then then that's different. You know, that's, I'm having a different experience there. Right. So, but that information is still available to me of how I did that, but i because i have this process where we merge with the the 12 aspects of soul so that we get all that information it doesn't mean we pick up the bad habits or we pick up you know the things or we have to you know learn something from that it just gives us the information of how we accomplished what we did in those timelines so it, it says so if it comes across it's like whoa where's that from oh I can utilize that information because I'm connected to my soul as a whole.
0: Is that presupposed to um, like parallel universes or like- It could, you could call,
1: you could, you could, you might wanna, if it, if your monkey mind needs to relate it that way, you could look at it that way. It's like, to me, there's different dimensions. So they could be parallel universes because you exist in parallel universes. There's that aspect of soul or it's just different timelines. However, you know, however you can like do it because who knows, we as these 3D humans need to create labels for our mind to understand what's happening as opposed to just the concept of it. So it's like we have to like understand it on a mental level as opposed mm-hmm. to a heart level, you know, and that's our programming. But I really truly just try to get out of that monkey mind syndrome of like trying to explain what's well, this and you got all this and you're doing all this as opposed to just I'm in my heart. I'm fully connected. It's like, I'm getting the information. All right, let's go with it. As opposed to, oh my gosh, it's like, what was aspect one doing and aspect four doing <laughs> and aspect five doing? Oh, there's, I got to know all those details. That's like, what no. I would
0: be asking. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's, that's that monkey mind. That doesn't mean you can't work with those aspects separately. Cause I know, you know, I have a, f- a friend who is, has a health issue. So is that health issue? Is that, Taking place in those other aspects of soul. So, if she works with the other aspects and she heals it at the aspect level, does that assist her in healing it on this level? It's like you can only go by your own experience of the results to say that what is real and what is not real, right. because none of it's, you know, it's none of it. We're just here in this 3D body on this planet for the experience to be able to be in this 3D world. You know, and we're also, some of us are here more so to actually raise the vibration for this tipping point to really be able to raise the vibration of the planet. We all have different you know, responsibilities or missions or you know, paths or whatever you want to call it. But the main thing is to raise our own vibration, to look within ourselves, to be whole, so that we can, so that people around us are being able, just being in our energy is raising their vibration as well.
0: Hmm. I've heard this uh, 12 Stoles before. Is this uh, coming from um, uh, an author or an authors? Or is this um, um, stuff that you um, got from your guides?
1: For my teens and my guides, it's like, I I just sit with it. so what they'll do is they'll show me something like they'll say, okay, you have these aspects of soul. And I'm like, oh, what's that all about? And I'm like, well, show me some breadcrumbs as far as that goes. So they'll give me these things. And then it's like, they'll then I'll send, oh, so I'm like, oh, well, here's this. And it's like, I find this. And then it's like, oh, I find that. It's like, that doesn't feel light to me. So I take all that information of whatever research of them showing me where to go, like whether it's a book or whether it's just like an article here, and it's like, oh, and that opens something else up inside me. And then all of a sudden, I have an aha moment. Yeah. And from there, that's where we go. Does that mean I haven't taken courses, or, you know, studied different modalities that have given me information and awoken different gifts within inside me? Of course I have. But when it comes to things like now where I am in my life, it's like, I just get this information, like I'm doing a a program that starts next week and one of it's it's just a quantum healing and clearing and one of it is we're clearing the crystal implants within you and i had this i worked with this and did this with with another this process with someone else probably 20 years ago
0: right
1: there and it came up and it said you need to facilitate this for others and i've been facilitating it on a one-on-one because i see how the, it is and i'm like okay so it's like all right I can do that. It's like, I get that. I know what that's all about. And then they say, oh, and by the way, we also want you to clear the J seals, the Jehovah seals. I'm like, what is, what is that, that all about? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is that all about? It's like, I had no idea. And so, you know, I did research on it and I'm like, okay. And it's to do with the Anuki, and I'm uh, not going to pronounce it where they put these seals within the earth. And because of the earth, we also have them as humans i'm like okay and there's all these different levels and i'm like okay so what's that all about and they said well we just want you to do this first part and we want you to do it with working with the aspects of soul all the aspects of soul as well Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh okay so that so what i see is that we'll be releasing there on the left side of your body there's there's seven of them and they you know they're supposed to keep you from really raising your consciousness and your level. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay, what's this about? So I worked with another person. I worked with clearing my own and I worked with this other person so that I could get her experience. And I didn't work with the aspects of soul with her. I just worked with going through the process and she could actually feel, it felt like wax melting. She goes da 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 da, And her whole, her health, her lungs cleared and she could breathe for the first time in a long time after we did this process. So yeah. she had a really good, you know, there was other things that happened too when we did this, but that was like the main thing. And so she had a really good experience with it. And they said, see, this is what needs to be done. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to facilitate that. You know, it's like, I'm doing it. I, I The class is just about, so I have one more opening because I limited it to 12 people. And then there was two other things they're having me doing too that, you know, I've done in the past. But that first, that, that one was like, I never even heard of that and then it's like so i did research yes this feels real what is this and it's like and the whole thing is is like you could go to the fact that it's like because this is all the matrix so is it all part of the game but we're in the game because i heard somebody say oh there's no such thing as chakras they're like da 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 right it's like but we're in our 3d bodies and we still have to deal with those energy centers so it's we're in the game and until we're completely in 5D at that higher level of consciousness, we still have to learn how to survive in the game to get us to that level. So it's, it's such a, it's, it can go so many different directions as far as your belief systems and, and the reality of it. And who knows really what's real, you know, because it's like none of us really know regardless, it's like we can be channeling, we get information, but until we're actually there, how do we really know what it is? I don't claim to know, I just know from my experience what my team tells me and shows me of how I'm supposed to assist others. Whether that's the way somebody else would do it, it doesn't matter to me. It's like if somebody does it different, it doesn't matter to me because to me, we're all here for a purpose and those that are supposed to, I'm supposed to work with, will find me. Those that are supposed to work with somebody else will find them. And there's no yeah. right or wrong.
0: There seems to be a lot of difference of opinion, though, uh, even on spiritual matters or what's, what is true, what what uh, what concepts are true, what are false. Uh, mm-hmm. But seems seems to be one thing that uh, a lot of religions, even and the spiritual circles, have in common, is that there's a it's good to progress towards love, towards light, you know, or mm-hmm. towards enlightenment, uh, whichever tradition you take, uh, towards salvation. Yeah, how salvation. you get there.
1: Who who really cares how you get there? That's that monkey mind thinking you got to do it by these certain steps. They're the programs that says you got to do these steps, or you're not going to make it. It's like, that's, we've, man's created that, those were you,
0: rules. Were you raised Christian, by the way?
1: I was I went to church I was taken to church as you know as far as that goes but in my late teens I actually did a study on the different religions and you know it's like it's like well this is like this and then this is man-made this is all about control so I went through that whole thing and if you ask me any questions about it now it's like that was that was a long long time ago so don't be don't be asking me specific questions (laughs) and but it's like I just realized that You know, at like 16, 17 years old, I realized that it was just man-made and it was just to create that reality for us. Does that mean that none of that ever happened? No, but it's very indoctrined, you know, with man-made because man still wrote the books, you know, as far as that goes. Right, right. How they interpret it was man interpreted. So, And if they're channeling it from a higher level, awesome. But how do you know what's really channeling? You Know it's like yeah, it's like, like it, you, there's just so many questions as far as that goes, you know.
0: Yeah, the I, have some, is- I have some issues with the Bible myself, and some of them because they were, uh, a lot of them were God inspired, sure, but the but they, uh, at the they called the Council of Nicaea, they selected the books, uh, which are gonna be in the Bible, and they, they probably left some good ones out, and some of them they shouldn't be in, they they put in anyway that's my own uh, personal thing with it Yeah,
1: because it's about it really is about keeping us in the matrix as far as that goes and keeping us in control but letting us think we have freedom
0: so fallibility of man i think they, they think they're doing good mm-hmm. i think there's a there's a socrates quote uh, to paraphrase that uh, every man is doing what he thinks is good but he yeah. doesn't know what the real good is and that's absolutely
1: because that's the same way with me i just have to trust yeah. when I'm guided to do something it's like I have to use discernment it's like okay is this really what I'm supposed to be doing you know checking mm. in and it's like okay is my ego involved because it's like sometimes it's like I had a group not this current group that I'm working with but the group before they had I the program that I run is there's there's structure so we work on your spiritual infrastructure but then it's also organic so based on who's in the group spirit will say well we want to do this this and this I'm like okay well, spirit had me do this this high vibrational thing that I, I was like, are you kidding me? Are you serious? I would never do that with people. It's like, that's just like, would put them like over the edge. And they're like, the group is ready for it. And they were all high vibrational beings. And I'm like, okay, the group is ready for it. I'm still questioning it. I'm still doubting it. And I just kept getting the same information. It's like, okay, just do it. And so I honored it and I did it. And it was amazing. And they all had these really great results because Mm. it just took them to the next level. If I would have just done that with my ego and said, oh, I'm going to do this for everybody. I would have blown people's root chakras out. I would have blown out their foundations because they weren't at that level. They weren't ready for that, Mm. you know, so. Interesting. So it's just, it's like, you have to get out of what you think is right and wrong, really have that connection which because I really work on myself over the years and continue to work on myself, my channel is really clear with source. And when I connect to other people's source, my stuff isn't there to get in the way or to convolute it. So the information I get is pretty pure. And I learn to honor that. And if something doesn't feel right, it's like I get, it's like I get it right. It's like right in here, my heart and my stomach, like, oh, that's not right. That's, that's heavy. It's like, well, we're just gonna like clear that. You know and and move forward with the lighter stuff because I just like I said it's like my beliefs and my truth is mine but I never want to force my beliefs or my truths onto someone else yeah I believe I have I have a friend who's a devout catholic and she's a she's she you know she's a high vibrational being and she might necessarily believe you know Everything, but that's that's where she finds her light, and that and that you know she has found a church that gives her that, and it's like actually I have a couple people that you know are that are from that, and they're and their vibration is high and they have their belief, but that's yeah. how they got there, so if so you don't right. want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, yeah. because it takes sometimes it takes that to get people to really to evolve.
0: Uh, yeah, I think um, in general, um, maybe it's blasphemous in this day and age to say, but I think religion has had a tremendous positive influence um, on the world. Um, even though I, I might disagree with some Catholic things, I, I grew up Catholic and um, actually the best Catholic I've ever met was this guy in France who was a, uh, a lawyer and in France, for some reason, takes two years to convert. So this guy wasn't even a Catholic officially, but he was imagine this, he was working 12 hour shifts as a lawyer. And then after he went, he went out where the prostitutes are and where the homeless people were. And he was giving out bread and talking, trying to talk with prostitutes out of uh, their line of work into getting, getting some more respectable work so, and <laughs> stuff like that. And he was so devout that something had um, cause you know, how to explain this, you know how some people say prayers, but they just say, just saying it. And some people say it with a devotion. So I think when people say prayers with a devotion, something changes and something in him. Right. Changed. It's
1: that, it's that, yeah, it's yeah. within you. It's like, you do, you, you do it just because you have to, right. Or do you do, do, you do it because you're you, giving your heart to it?
0: Right. You know, a as devotion, as like true devotion, <laughs> worship and something changed in him. Uh, and, uh, uh, and something changed, like physically, something changed in his brain. He said he's a lawyer, so he for he said for three months he was useless. He says, uh, you know, I would come to work, I was useless, I, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> and 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 not only that, people noticed it, and he developed this very um, infectious laugh. And uh, yeah, it's it just um, it's just amazing what he can. Uh, even if you take one path a religious path i am a christian by the way but i do have some obviously diversion path beliefs but um i think any path you take earnestly if it's a true path uh the one that leads to god not not below then and i believe
1: god and i believe god is in all of us and i use god interchangeably with the universe that god and the universe are one yeah that's my belief you know so you know and and it's just because, and we all look at things differently. But if you know, but I don't judge like other people's choices or other people's paths because you don't know their path and you don't know the ripples that they're creating, as far as that goes. Right. You know, and for me, to, it's like it's not my place to to decide. You should be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that, and it's like, you know, it's like I, you know. I don't even have words because it's like that's just not who i am you know but i it's like but please i'm asking others not to judge me because i don't judge them but still you know there's judgment everywhere so it's like i'm yeah. sure no matter it's like i go by the motto it's none of my business what people think of me because when i when you worry about that or worry about people judging you then you're just giving your power to them
0: yeah that's right especially you know being uh being in the public eye in a way that we're doing this you have to kind of uh not care as much about what other people think um so you said before that you do uh you, you do work with people so was it uh, what kind of energetic work was that that you did with the group that you meant to be mentioned before
1: the, the group that, like,
0: like yeah the high energy stuff that you were mentioning just oh that ago. was
1: that was something to do with their high level from what I can remember, cause that was like probably six months ago or five months ago. It was um, something to do with power pyramids and the upper um, dimensional chakras, like the, the, the higher dimensional chakras, as far as that goes, as far as that's all I you know, remember. I have my notes right. as far as it goes, but.
0: Um, so is that what you do? You do workshops and you do um, healings uh, one-on-one to, with people?
1: Yeah, I, facil- I, I facilitate healings. I have group work. I have, like I like I said, I'm doing this um, quantum clearing and healing uh, module, which is like four different sessions, and we're only working with like twelve people. So that's a group, and that's you know for four 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 consecutive Saturdays, and then the group transformation program is something that I run. It's a five week program, and I run it like every eight weeks, eight to 10 weeks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's about building your spiritual infrastructure. So what we do is we merge with the three levels of your higher self. We activate your Merkabah light bodies. Um, mm-hmm. We merge with the, your 12 aspects of soul, plus a lot of other things that help you, you know, we do, we negate a lot of belief systems. Um, so there's a lot of things in there that if you're looking, you know, looking for something like that, it's a good starting place. And it's like, and each group's different. It's like, the, I mean, this group that I'm working with now, we have one more week and it's a full house. I have eight people cause that's my max. And I've got four people that have taken it before and four people that are new at it, but we're still finding a balance of what fits for everybody. And so I'm always amazed at, you know by listening to the this source, this, you know, spirit of how they just orchestrate everything so perfectly. And, you know, I do other, I do others. I mean, I do one-on-ones and I also do like galactic card readings, but it's basically a healing within the reading because I facilitate um, whatever shows up in the reading of what needs to be the energy moved. So it, it turns into that. So I call it, it's like, it's like a session in disguise, I call it. Because people like to have the reading, like they have the cards, but they don't really, when they and they like, oh, I'll take a reading, but I don't want to
0: do a healing. <laughs> it's like, what, no, what we don't want to look at that
1: stuff. We'd rather have the reading.
0: What kind and, of cards um, are they?
1: They're the Galactic Heritage um, cards. It's a, okay. it's a, I do, it's a higher guidance reading or a karmic um, challenge reading. And so I have a basic, and then I have like an in-depth, the basic takes about 30 minutes. The in-depth is 60 minutes. And like with a 30 minute, we might look at one or two of the issues as far as in and, and like deeper, like do a, a facilitate a healing with that. And with the, the in-depth, we actually probably look at all four because there's four cards that get pulled and whatever that that comes up that's guided to work with. So I work with it that so they get like those sessions within the reading
0: as yeah. well. Cool. And then whatever,
1: um, whatever supposed to show up shows up and it's like whatever I'm guided, it's like, I you know, it's like, like I have a youtube channel out there and spirit will say like i just released it like two weeks ago it's a rainbow body activation and it was channeled to me over six months ago and spirit kept saying nope you can't release it yet can't release it yet they're not ready they're not ready and i'm like okay and then i finally got the go ahead and i'm like okay here it goes and put it out there so it's like there was that part of me that just wanted to get it out because it was channeled but the other part, that, because it was channeled for me to actually work with myself and da 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 And then, mm-hmm. so, so I just go with things like that. There's also, the other one that I love that's out there, is, it's a called updating your, your human body computer, because I look at us like we're a computer, our body's a computer. And that, I love that video. That's one of my favorite ones too, because that upgrades your whole system so you can hold more light, upgrade your your motherboard and everything and it just gives you a complete expansion so i got excited about that because they channeled that for me too but that's been out there probably on the channel for a year ago and it's still it like has over two thousand hits and it's like you know and it's like it's still it still gets there you know what i mean but there's other yeah. processes out there that i put that i use for my own healing journey like cutting cords ancestral healing like on addiction um inner child work, you know, self-love. So anything that I've worked on with myself, they've guided me to just put a short video out there that can assist others with the same, the things, yeah. some of the things that I've done. So it empowers you. And then I also channel um, the high benevolent beings I call them my 85 team, which is a, they channel galactic language, star language, light language, whatever you want to call it. And that's vibrational energy that comes through and that's like a living entity when that comes through. So when you listen to that, depending on what your vibration or your frequency is, it'll affect you differently than it will someone else. Right. And you may listen to it this week and then six months from now listen to it again and it'll have a completely different effect on you. And so there's there's that's out there as well. And I just go with it, whatever the spirit guides me. Because when they wanted me to create a YouTube channel, it's like, I, no, no, No. I don't want to do that. You got that suggested,
0: wow, that's that's crazy. You know, and then, and
1: I had the radio show too, when the spirit had me, you know, start the radio show. It's like, they, you know, it was like, there was a lot of fear there because I've always worked under the radar. You know, it's like, I always considered covert mission, working with the energies of the earth, working with the planet. It's like, don't, don't be out there in front of the public and then, you know, so it's like the radio show. We, I started with the energetic toy box and then that's evolved and I have, it's, it's a call to heal. And we're like, currently we're taking a little bit of a break We're hopefully we'll be out back in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. That's where we had three callers call in and my co-host and I, Carolee Schloth, we facilitate energy healing for three of our callers because we read the energy. And so that's our way of giving back because it's, it's something that's free that anybody can call in. And same way with the YouTube channel, it's a way of giving back because it's it's all free. And, you know, so I, I don't, it's you know, it's like, I don't, it's hard to explain, but it's like, to me, it's like when spirit guides me to do things like that, I do it now. Like they said about doing interviews and I've just started doing interviews probably in the last three or four months. Mm-hmm. And I just did, I drug my feet, but it's like, it's time for you to get out there and people need to see you. And I'm like, really? I don't really want to and they just kept nagging me and it's like so now it's like so when opportunities come i just follow the guide and it's like if i'm supposed to it happens and if not it's like i i don't do it but it's like i've seen magic happen and um i'm just grateful like for the opportunity to talk with you because we talked about things that i'm sure i'm gonna have to say it's none of my business what people are thinking of me now
0: (laughs) (laughs) Of course <laughs> like, <laughs> that's always the but, case especially political but, stuff people are yeah because i
1: because I, I you know i have my own and i it's to me it's like it's it shouldn't be an issue it should be a non-issue what my views are because right. i'm not here to like push my views but and they're personal and i think everybody has the right to have their personal views and to not be in fear of of having them
0: well, you know, it's it's the age it is today. If if yeah, my know. a supporter, it's not gonna be my doctor anymore. People think like that, you know. So it's hey, it is what it is. Um so let, let's end on uh I was gonna ask so uh, this last question about um so Alice Bailey, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her work, she And her work, she uh, often mentions the year 2025 as a year where the energy of glamor and something else as well is gonna change um, for the better, presumably. So have you uh, had any of that guidance yourself?
1: Okay, so my opinion, my belief is Mm -hmm. we really need to stop setting...
0: Dates. Dates.
1: Because we get focused on the dates as, oh, this is going to save us. The date's going to save us. Everything's going to change on the date. And it's a distraction. Yes, I believe things are changing for the better. I believe that it's happening to put a date on it, to con- to confine it to a date is just, um, it's just something I don't agree with because just like oh, everything was gonna change December 21st. And it's like, oh, and people woke up and it's like, they were so disappointed. Yeah. It's a process, it's not an event. It's a process. This process of enlightenment may take thousands of years. Okay? Sure. I'm amazed that I'm seeing what I'm seeing now in my current lifetime, because it's like, I've like, in my twenties and thirties, it's like, I already saw it happening well, when's it going to happen? And I was like, oh, it's going to happen this. I'm like, what is this? It never happened. You know, so you you, you you get distracted by the date. So it's like, I'm past the date stuff. It's like, to me, it's like, there is no time or space. I'm just going to be in this moment of now. I'm going to raise my vibration, keep my channel clear, empower others to empower themselves, Continuing with my ripples of that vibration. And I'm just going to trust it. I can't see all the steps. I'm just going to be in divine trust mm-hmm. and flow. And that's, that's my responsibility. And if people want to follow the dates, that's their choice. But for me, I'm not a date. I don't, I don't go with dates.
0: All right. Well, that's, that's a good place to end. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Before
1: you take me down another rabbit hole yeah. and be in more trouble.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll put all the links in the description so people can find you on, um, I want to thank you very much for being on the podcast. Julia Stuby, did I get it right? Yeah, there we go. And uh, yeah, thank you. And uh, thank you everybody for listening and watching.
1: And thank you again for having me. This was a lot of, it was quite interesting and it was also highly entertaining and a lot of fun. Thank
0: you. Thank you.